Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are, day four, on the floor, SHOT Show 2019. Vegas has been kind to everybody, as I have talked to everybody this morning. It sounds like everybody was in bed at 8.30 last night. <laughs> Room service. Yes, yes. So yeah. I have, uh, this morning I'm excited to bring you Miss Shondi Campbell from Browning. She's been here with us all week. She even led the charge with the, with the, I, I never say their name right. Is it Bartholo? Bartholo Brothers, yes. Okay. I did got it right that time. You got time. it right. The Bartholo Brothers. See, I'm getting old and senile. It's a short trip for me to like really screw names up. Like <laughs> the good. other day when Robbie was sitting there, I called him Robbie the first six times I said his name. And then I went to Scott after that because I was thinking Scott oh. Grange. And I just jumped right And then in. you called him a trap shooter. Yeah. <laughs> he is not a trap the funniest, shooter. <laughs> the funniest, that was the funniest thing of that because I almost just lost all composure in that moment. <laughs> because y'all looked at me like, you are an idiot. Hall of Famer, sporting plays shooter. <laughs> You just messed Shoot, that one up. Shooting trap. Yeah, after y'all had already talked about him going in the sporty clays, I'm like, man, I grew up in the country. We took whatever was clay and we had the throwing sticks and we were running over the hill and dove and threw it over the lake and shot it. So cow pies. So <laughs> that might as well have been it. I'm like, so I'm not very good with designating one over the other. So I'm glad y'all straightened me out on that. You're good. Sadly, I don't even know if I could, like if, if, if you put me on a station, like I go to the range, like, when you and I shot it uh-huh. at the office, if I go out there and you let something fly, I couldn't tell you what the difference would be. But I guess the sporting clays are left to right more. No, I don't, no. What's the difference? Help me out here. Sporting Explain clays, it to me. Sporting clays can come from any direction, so you can get an incoming, an outgoing, a side mm-hmm. one. There's a rabbit. Uh, trap comes from one house. Okay. And you have doubles that come from a high and a low house, crossed, or skeet that's also across. I can shoot turkeys. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what do we get? Two minutes, 16 seconds, 17 seconds, sorry. Hey, I made it, I made it longer than I thought I would. <laughs> uh, Anything I'm, you need to know about turkeys, it's here, right? Here <laughs> yeah, oh, podcast. yeah, we got it. We got it. Anyway, uh, this morning we have talked to our shows. We've had a little fun this week, but we do want to take a moment to talk about browning firearms. Let's do it. Let's talk about what's new yeah. for 2019, Sean. Do you... Being the media specialist, the trade show specialist, uh, the PR specialist, Rafe's keeper, Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> all of these many things. You, you don't have a business card; you've got a business book. I do. Uh, yeah. So new for nineteen, we released the Xbolt Max Long Range. So new proprietary stock, a uh, vertical pistol grip. Um, the stock's pretty cool. It's uh, you know it's helping people really get into the target and the hunting market. It's right. lightweight. Um, meant for long range hunting uh, we did do the milk mcmillans and it's been great for us uh, and then we released this one you know and your price is coming in around thirteen hundred dollars it's a big oh, deal really? it's a big deal so uh we also listed in three new calibers for us the 6.5 prc the 300 rum and the 30 nosler no so, 30 uh, no, no 30 l6 for me well, it's always there the legend <laughs> 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 the legend of the 30 out six I'm the old guy, remember? The old guy likes the 30 <laughs> The legendary guy. Right. Yeah, so uh, we released uh, the Hell's Canyon Speed a few years ago, and mm-hmm. we extended that line into the BAR now, so there's a BAR oh, nice. Speed. Yeah. Um, and there's also a new Wicked Wing gun out there as well on a Synergy line. Nice. Yeah. So now, what, uh, what kind of finishes on that for the waterfowlers out there? That's the Burnt Bronze Cerakote. Okay. Oh, yeah. nice. So we had it in the A5 and the Maxis. Okay. And then this year we did the Synergy. Um, phenomenal. I'm really excited to take that duck hunting this year. Great Salt Lake, 
no rust problems. Like <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be good to go. We we also released a seven two five and a four barrel set. What? Yeah. So that's uh that's pretty cool. So uh, we did a twelve twenty twenty eight and four ten barrel set on that one. Well, the four ten barrel set. Now you're getting my attention here. That might be fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We also released a, uh, so we had the 525, um, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. Right. We released the 525 and a 16 gauge as well, bringing it back. What? So yeah. 16 gauges, how many different models of the 16 gauge do you offer now? We have the A5 Sweet 16. Right. And now the 525 16. Mm-hmm. Because those are the only two I and can think of. That's the only two I can think of okay. right now, yeah. Because yeah. I know that at least old people like me <laughs> <laughs> reminisce fondly on, about on about 16s and so like I, 16. And I, I, i'm not gonna go as legendary as the 30 out of six but definitely the 16 is uh, i am i have i haven't decided yet because I'm, I'm not gonna do it this year just get the four barrel next year i'm thinking about doing my turkey grand slam with the sweet 16 though whoa kind of cool right that'd be cool i want to do the 28 i love the 28 really i do i don't know why like i can go out and just kill it with the 28 snowflake junior snowflake junior snowball <laughs> <laughs> wait that's it wait <laughs> speaking of snowflake uh word is in that you, you all of your engraving is finished and now you are officially yeah like your your gear is tagged for life oh yeah it, it's official so loophole got the scope done i haven't <laughs> seen it yet but i know it's done i got the text message uh so one side's gonna have the snowflake cool thing about the snowflake is we came up with the target in the middle of it really yeah so it looks sweet so i'm gonna get that done um the stock's going in as well um we're gonna gloss coat it on the one side where we put the nice the, uh, decal on and so we have the hashtag shoot straight <laughs> snowflake with the snowflake with the bullseye i'm gonna re- release it on instagram it might have its own page i like it a That's gun a- with its own page oh yes please Nobody's yes done that <laughs> Yeah, and as I jumped into that topic, I thought I might need to do a quick reset here. If you missed our podcast at ATA, you need to go back and listen to that because you can hear the story of Snowflake. And to give you a little bit of a teaser on that, it happened while Shawnee and I were on a deer hunt in Texas, and we were mocking each other (laughs) because that's what we do. And she called me Grandpa or something similar to that because I was rocking and rolling with my 30-06 down there, and I felt like I needed to lash out like a 12-year-old. And, and I did. felt like I needed to call her a snowflake for shooting that 6.5 free more. <laughs> and he didn't realize how big it was going to get. So now there's a hashtag now. The gun is snowflake. We have snowflake sister. We have snowball. We've <laughs> My whole fleet of guns now is uh, <laughs> I didn't know what snow. I had started there. I was just lashing out, and all of a sudden it stuck. It did stick. I need a shoot straight snowflake sticker now on my car everywhere. Right. I'm going right. to send you one. <laughs> I'll put it on my car. Okay. You Prius? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. No. <laughs> See, this is how we came up with Snowflake. <laughs> it was like left jab, left jab, right uppercut, bam. <laughs> it stuck. <laughs> so we'll change gears. What do you have on the Browning Trail Cam side? I've heard some good things, seen a little bit, but I don't know a lot. Yeah, you warned me that you might turn the tables on me here. I'm getting, I'm getting, because uh, I might need one of these. Well, this year, uh, if, you, if you heard our ATA podcast, you can go back and listen to it and get a little more detail on how I break down the different lines. But 
I realized that I did leave something out when I was describing that to Derek that morning. So I'll give you the view from 30,000 feet, and then I can explain where we plugged in the new stuff. Okay. The view from 30,000 feet with our camera line is we really have six different series of cameras. And when I explain these, it kind of makes sense. We've got an entry-level camera. It's your standard infrared. That's our least expensive option. <laughs> now, with that least expensive option, that's always going to be the command ops. Then when you have wireless technology, whether it's the Defender 940, Defender 80, now for the cell camera that's coming that I'll talk about in a minute, mm -hmm. all of those will be Defender series. So you know when you got new technology, it's a Defender. You know when it's an entry-level camera, it's a command ops. Inside of those parameters, inside of the high-tech, inside of the entry-level, we've got four series of cameras. Break those four down into two sections. We have the sub-micro, which is our really small cameras, and then we have just the regular size, which is still small enough because the face of that camera is only about the size of eight AA batteries. You take the small series, the difference within those is standard infrared flash, black flash. So you got strike force, dark ops. So anybody that's looking for the small camera again with the standard infrared flash can choose from the strike force family of cameras. So, okay. so there's a reason. I'm there's up a, here. Yeah, so there's a method <laughs> to the madness. The dark ops is the sister camera to the strike force, except it's the invisible flash. With the regular size cameras, Again, standard infrared and black flash in the regular size. Recon Force is going to be your standard infrared cameras. Spec Ops is going to be your black flash cameras. So, I know that's a lot of words, and uh, you know, but, but when people go to the site, it might trigger. Those, everything breaks down into six, like with the first name, Strike Force Series, Dark Ops Series, and that automatically helps the consumer narrow it down. Like, if I'm looking for the small black flash camera, I need to choose from the Dark Ops line. So that's why it's named like that. So, 2019, <laughs> we added uh, actually three new cameras to the Strike Force series. And people ask this question, so I'll address it too. They usually say, why do you have multiple cameras in that category? And I tell people, I use the example of the Strike Force, and I say, it's like buying a Corvette. You buy the Corvette with a bad stereo because you don't care about the music, you still got a Corvette. But if you want to buy a Corvette and put a $10,000 stereo system in there, you can do it. And that's what you do with our Strike Force series of cameras. You do it with the Dark Ops. More bells and whistles. It just depends on how many you want. So we started out the Strike Force Apex series this year. I won't get into all the features, but it's an 18-megapixel camera, less than a quarter-second trigger speed. It's going to be the traditional strike force corvette model the one that you get in there it's going to come in at the best price point possible that's like honestly a v6 corvette yes the strike force okay. apex camera yes yes <laughs> we're going to step up to the v8 here in a second guys. yes yeah we're going to get there <laughs> so the strike force apex that camera i predict and, it, and and this is normally a safe guess so i'm not going out on a limb here that that'll we will sell more of that model camera this year than we will anything else okay. a lot of it is the performance you're getting out of the camera for the price that's so that's what you're going to get with the apex we obviously have the dark ops model version of that apex add the nice stereo to the strike force Got the V8. <laughs> yeah now we're going the pro x <laughs> this goes up to 20 megapixels it still has the less than a quarter second trigger speeds the less than six tenths of a second recovery times it's got uh the, the thing that makes it stand out for me is it's got the one and a half inch color viewer screen on it Oh, I like those. Mine yes. has that. And for me, the reason it, I like it is because I struggle aiming cameras when I don't have that screen, but it's got the live feed. So when you turn it on, you can use that to 
see what's going to be in the frame when you take the trail camera pictures. You can also use it to look at the pictures and videos in the field, but I don't know how many people actually do that. I, I don't necessarily do it, but John Brunson will go into the woods and actually take that camera off the tree and go to the stand with it and go through them right. while he's in the stand, and then when he's going back out, he'll put the camera back on there. That's a good idea. Yeah, like so, so there's different ways to use that screen, but the gist of it is the new Pro X model this year in the Strike Force and in the Dark Ops model has the addition of that screen. And then we have another camera that's somewhere in between the Strike Force Apex and between the Strike Force Pro X. And we did it as a little bit of a celebration of this being the fifth year of the Strike Force series of cameras. We, you know, you, we can talk to all our retailers, all of the media members. The Strike Force series of cameras is one of the best selling series of cameras in the entire category throughout the hunting industry. So to celebrate that, we created a Gen 5 version of that camera. A few more bells and whistles than the Apex. Uh, not quite. The stereo in that Corvette isn't quite as nice as the one in the Pro-X. Okay. But it's got a little better stereo <laughs> than the Apex. It's got a Bose system. Yeah. I, 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 I use the car <laughs> analogy because, you know, people will ask, and the, the car analogy seems like the best one. It because does. It works. You go to a, a, a car lot, and mm. there's several models that are the same, but they all got different prices, different bells and whistles. Mm -hmm. So that's what you look at when you're looking at our different series of cameras. Okay. You're going to make me talk about the other new stuff, I, too? I am. I've been waiting for this. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so we've seen the 30,000-foot view. Yep, yep. Tell us about the new one. Okay, here we go. Well, I'm going to go to one thing before I go to oh, that. Oh. No, because, because <laughs> this, the reason I want to stop at this one before I get to that news is we, we have, over the last few years, gotten just as many requests, probably for mounts. We had one previously that was your standard tree mount that's strapped to the tree, but now we've got the simple screw into the side of the tree tree mounts. Mm -hmm. We've got T-post mounts, and then we've got a field mount. And the field mount, I really like it because it's got a really sturdy foot pedal on it, foot peg, so you can stomp it in the ground. Living out west, I use this as a good example for it. be great on a water hole for antelope. Step on it. Don't need in a tree. Don't need anything. Just stomp it on idea. the ground. And it's got two mounts on it, so you can put you know, one I'm high, a, one low. I don't want to say you can get 360 coverage because that's a little bit of exaggeration on the range of the camera. But mm -hmm. you can put them on there. You can go forward and back in the middle of a big field. Oh. So you're covering both sides. Mm -hmm. Like if, in a waterhole, that'd be a good scenario. You to the left and to the right. Okay. So well, that'll be fun. Yeah. So we did add I those, and, and you know, people ask us for a few years to add that to our line so we did and we um, also we also added da -da -da. Da -da -da -da. we added our cell camera this year <laughs> and i kind of alluded to it earlier it is in the defender series of cameras because it has the technologies mm -hmm. uh it is available in both at&t and verizon models that uh only matters on your property like it does not matter what your sale plan is mm -hmm. like if you are us cellular if you're t-mobile none of that matters you go to your property, you find out if you've got an AT&T signal or a Verizon signal, and that you buy that camera. Then you actually use the app. <laughs> then you actually use the app to view the pictures and Im images, I mean the videos and the pictures. They From come, anywhere. Yeah. They come to you in thumbnail. What? So they're not eating up a lot of data. They, uh, you can, the, the high-res versions of those pictures and videos will save on the SD card that's in the camera. So and They go to the cloud cloud Do nobody I, understands I, the cloud i'm i we'd, we'd have to channel our inner steve jobs to really elaborate on the cloud but okay. the the high-res versions 
want to get technical, do not transfer instantaneously to the cloud, okay. as we call it. Call it. Those are thumbnails coming through. Okay. The resolution on them is good enough that you can actually see what's on the picture. So come to your app, you look at it on your phone, you can see what that, and that's all you're really looking for. Is that real-time data? Like, are they moving now? Like, what's coming into this field? Is, is that big boy moving during daylight right now? I got to take off work, but I'm sick. <laughs> that's, that's how this white tail thing is, right? Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> every advantage matters. So those will be available this summer, mm-hmm. and they'll be available in time for both season. And I have, I have used or I have said you, you don't necessarily need that real-time data in July anyway because you're not hunting. I mean, you might, it'd be cool to get it, but when you need it or when you really, really want it is once that bow season cranks up in particular because mm-hmm. then you need to get out there. <laughs> So no, we're excited not. about it. It's uh, it's got a couple of neat features on it, but the one that I have found to be the most innovative, because I, John would tell you the same thing. Our, our design engineer, John Trawick, when he told me, what's yeah, when he told me that uh, you can take this camera, you don't have. There's not a black flash or a standard infrared version of this camera like there are all of our others. You know, you got Strike Force and Dark Ops. You got Recon Force and Spec Ops. We don't need it for this because he has the 850 flash capability and the 940 flash capability, which is your standard infrared mm-hmm. in your dark, built into this cam- the same camera. Wow. So with your control panel, you can actually convert it over to your black flash, or you can go to the standard infrared. Whoa. <laughs> and, and I always hate to say we are the only ones definitively to have done this. I don't know of anybody else that is doing this right now. I, I don't want to go too far out on them, but I'm unaware of anybody at this point. Wow. We also, uh, something that uh, I saw uh, a, a comment, so I want to kind of clarify a little bit. Uh, we mentioned it on a uh, social media hit we did with Addicted to the Outdoors with John Brunson, and somebody had commented that one of our competitors had always bundled their data plan. And I went and looked, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll describe ours, and then I'll, I'll use theirs as an example. Ours, you can put... If you buy five of our AT&T cameras, if you buy ten of our AT&T cameras, you can put them all on the same plan. Oh, nice. There is no upcharge for putting all of them on. It, you will obviously have an impact based on how much data you're transferring because more cameras is more data. Is there an unlimited package, like an unlimited data package? Right you know, I, John is working on that right now. He's trying to, to figure out the best way to process mm-hmm. that because the one complication on that is if we're going to set those plans up so that 20 cameras can work on one plan, mm-hmm. like... How robust would our server base need to be on our end to be able to process all of that effectively? Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say yes. I'm not going to say no, though. I don't. I don't know that John has. Okay. I'm waiting to hear. Okay. What does a plan I'm, I'm, cost? I'm, I'm the marketing guy, so that I, you know, obviously, <laughs> I, obvi- that one. I, yeah, obviously, I'm the last one they tell. <laughs> they don't want me running around giving people information when I don't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, start at twelve ninety nine. Oh, okay. that's nice. So if you get four cameras and, you, and you're just paying twelve ninety nine a month, it's not a bad deal. Now, the, the gentleman that pointed this out and, and said that our competitor had already been bundling their data plans, they do something similar, but they have a upcharge for each camera. Oh, and we have no upcharge here. We have no upcharge per camera. Awesome. They have, like, if, if they, on their twelve ninety nine plan, mm-hmm. depending on whether it's at and Verizon, you either pay 5 or $7 for each additional camera. We do not have that. Like awesome. You pay that twelve ninety nine, and it's no upcharge for the additional cameras. 
So I'm hoping he took the time to listen to this, and hopefully that kind of cleared that up for him. <laughs> Sweet. Because when well, I saw it, I was like, well, yeah, so I, maybe I, don't, I didn't want to misspeak. If somebody else is doing it, I don't want to say, we're the only ones doing it. Yeah. So I went back and checked the competitor that he referenced, and, and that's what they, they bundle it, but there's an upcharge for every camera. So. Yeah. so I still think we're the only ones. Awesome. I think. <laughs> we're going to go with that. We are the only ones. We think. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> As I get Shondi the conscience over the shoulder here, I'm like, we are the only ones. We think. <laughs> we'll get it figured out. It's awesome. Well, regardless, it's still an innovative technology, and it's not widely, it's not widely available. Mm. If anybody else is doing it, I mean, it's a narrow field of people that have that available. Well, I'm super excited to see it. Can't wait to use it this year. Everybody that has seen it is more than excited about it. Our retail partners have already uh, placed purchase orders, and we, we're, I don't want to say we have, our consumer, it still will be available to the consumers, but it looks like most of what we have planned for production this year has already been purchased by our retail partners. Awesome. So that's good. It is good. That's real good. It, that means it will be widely available to our customers that are looking for it, and we're looking forward to the feedback this year. We had, uh, you know, discussed maybe that being a 2020 product, but we were so far ahead in the design process that we decided to go ahead and, and get it to market. So that's where we are. Perfect. Good. Well, I think we're all excited about that. I think, yeah. Oh, without question. <laughs> I know I am. Except I need it during turkey season. Oh, my God. Those turkeys are coming. <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and hear uh, Tom's turkey gobble. We've heard mine. Oh, Bob, no, my mouth calls terrible. I tell people, here, I'll, let, I'll, let me. Let me. Let's, hear, let, let's just try it. Come on. Oh, it's, it's Come terrible. On. Come on. Well, let, let me, let me <laughs> preface it. Well, let me get this mint out of my mouth that I've been banging off the microphone for the last three minutes first. <laughs> Peer um, pressure. <laughs> yeah, right. But well, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this by saying, I'm not a good turkey caller. I'm not. I don't sound very good. Okay. I feel like my cadence and my timing is what makes the difference when I'm calling. Okay. I know when to call. I know when to pick a fight. I know when to argue. So what you're All saying is, things. I could win right now. Oh, turkey gobble? Yeah. Probably. Yes. <laughs> I'm not. I, I say I'm not good. I'm I'm adequate. I'm effective. Okay. But I don't. But I, 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 I don't gobble that much. <laughs> I sweet talk them. Cluck? Is it clucking? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> what have you been like reading articles in the NWTF magazine yes. trying to come up with <laughs> all the right terminology here? I'm gonna try this. Okay. Ow! Oh. Ow! That's very good. <laughs> That's, that's, it could be better. I can hear I the turkeys coming. They're flying right I now. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so there's my turkey gobble. Is that the past judgment? I'm impressed. For you? I'm impressed. Okay. Okay. I think Foster has this bold beat, but. Oh, I don't think there's any question. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. We're okay with that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I genuinely, like, I, I said that semi jokingly. I, I really don't consider myself to be a good turkey caller. I don't know that I make the best sounds. Mm-hmm. I'm just not terrible at making the sounds. I feel like I, my strength when it comes to communicating with them is I, my feel for when and what to do. Well, you speak turkey. Yes. I had a guy in California ask me that last year. and I, At first, I was like, what? And he was like, no, I think you understand what they're saying. And I never thought of it like that way, and I don't know that I'm that good at it, but I have a feel for it. And the, the, the story is that I was hunting with a guy, and there were a couple of birds closer to us that were gobbling. Mm-hmm. 
So they gobble, they gobble, they gobble. And they're like two, 300 yards, and they're in the timber, and we can't see them. And I'm not reacting very much, and he's like, what is going on? I'm like, I've looked at him, and I said, those aren't coming. And, 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 and he looks at me like, they're gobbling. I said, those two birds are not coming. And as I'm telling him they're not coming, another bird gobbles from way off. He's probably five or 600 yards away. And when he gobbled, I looked at him, and I said, sit down, sit down. He's coming. And he looked at me like, you are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and that, Little did that guy know. That bird came on a rope and was to us in like 60 seconds. And that's when the guy was like, what? and I can't do that every time, but it's one of those things where, I don't know, you just hear them enough. You're in the woods with them enough that there's times where you can tell, oh, he just choked on it. He's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I learned something new every time. We so so I think that that's part of my strength. I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know that I sound that good, but I'm able to kind of read what they're saying and, I know when to shut up, which is the most important thing. Hmm. I, I have that problem. I don't know when to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bird I killed on opening day in Tennessee last year, I, I call it, I, it, it from, it's my terminology. I'm sure somebody else uses it, but I picked a fight with the gobbler with, as a hen. Hmm. It's basically, I, it, in, it, to try and put it in, in terms, like make an analogy here, it's like just a husband and wife bickering about something. <laughs> And so he started at the top of the hill, and I just I, I always keep my diaphragm like in my mouth the whole time I'm turkey hunting. And so I was able to cut him off before he finished, and I like cut him off hard. And then he tried to gobble again, and before he could start, I cut, I mean, I got super, super aggressive with him. And so I did that for a sequence of like 45 seconds. And, you know, a lot of people be like, don't do that. But I could tell he was just, he was like, yes. <laughs> and I quit. And he's going to win. And I quit, and I didn't do anything for two hours. Not even a yelp. And that sucker walked right smack out in front of me two hours. Because I knew, oh, after that fight, he was coming. Again, he told me, I'm, I'm coming. Let me do what I'm doing over here, and I'll be there in a minute. He's telling me. He's telling me he's coming. So I knew. I laid down, took a nap. Woke up. Here he comes. I'm not making that. That's exactly what Because my dad and my brother, everybody else had gone back to the house. It was like 1230. I was like, oh, he told me he's coming. I laid down, took a nap, killed him. <laughs> folks <laughs> how to kill a turkey fight with them and then they'll come to you yes 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 awesome i tell people another good analogy is when he gobbles you need to instinctively start treating him like an 18 year old male 18 mm-hmm. okay because he's very interested in the ladies mm-hmm. and he has adhd <laughs> Not quite mature enough to know that. Yes, 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 yes. All, all, all the stereotypes you can throw in there about the 18-year-old boy, that's what you're dealing with. So he's a little quirky. <laughs> he does like the ladies. So That's the mentality you take. I'm dealing with the 18-year-old boy. i got to figure out how to outsmart the 18-year-old kid. Okay. Yeah. There you have it, guys. I'm going to uh, switch gears a little bit from turkeys. I know. that's. I'm, 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 doing, uh, I'm doing the filibuster here. We're, I, I, we're switching. I got, I got a question. I know. I'm, I'm filibustering here. I keep dragging it out. I know because I, I have a couple. Like, I'm ready for this. You keep staring me down like you're going to like turn the tables on me here. So I guess I should stop the filibuster. And, okay. You ready? Yeah. Turn it over and let you like grill me, I guess. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Because it has a... Because the bun is connected on the bottom. Okay. If it were separated, like if you cooked a hot dog and put it... What if it separates? Well, then you're kind of... Because sometimes you've got too much filling in there and it separates. 
What are you putting on your hot dogs? Relish. Banana peppers. What? I don't know. Mustard. Mustard. <laughs> that's, 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 that's all you need. Mac and cheese, Kay. It is funny. Like if I, <laughs> if, I, if, I, if, if I'm fortunate enough to go by Nathan's, which Nathan's is probably my favorite hot dog. I'll go, and they all have the, the golden mustard, like at most of the stands. That's mm-hmm. what, like, the New Yorkers prefer. And I'm like, yellow, please. So I really like just just mustard. Yellow mustard on that hot dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, th- I, I, I uh, you, 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 I'm, I'm kind of in no man's land on if the bun tears at the bottom. <laughs> okay. As long as the bun's connected, we're not referencing it as a sandwich. Okay. But if you put your hot dogs on a piece of white bread, <laughs> then you got to your sandwich. What if you, like, squish it around it, then it's all connected? Mm, that's kind of sketchy there. Okay. Well, question number two. Uh-oh. What's your best purchase you've ever made and your worst purchase you've ever made? Best purchase I ever made. And that's got something to do with the turkey. No. I, I, <laughs> I was, what was I thinking? No, the, the, the reason I'm, I'm, I'm stalling here just a little bit is there was something I was thinking of just like here while I was here there's something that I have bought recently that I did not pay that much more much money for and I'm like this is the best money I think I've ever spent I'm trying I can't remember what it is now <laughs> See, that's, that good. and when you get old and dementia starts to creep up on you that, that's where I am it's, it's like not 30 six see there we go <laughs> it's rattled my jaw teeth enough that uh, I'm having trouble there let me see worst purchase uh Best and worst purchase. Uh, that's pretty broad spectrum here, and I'm, I'm ticking through all of these here. Uh, oh wait, no, I've got a worst purchase, but I'm not going to say it out loud. <laughs> I may or may have not bought an expensive gift for a former girlfriend that I may might regret have spending. Oh, okay, okay, we like that. We'll go with that. That's so, a good one. We won't get into details on that, but we'll go with. <laughs> Probably spent more money on it was for a girlfriend on a on a on a, a feet. Yes, yes, this ex girlfriend. So I probably spent a little too much money on an <laughs> ex that is no longer around. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, gosh, knows best purchase I ever made. Man, that is a. It wasn't a turkey call. Like I was waiting for it to be a turkey call. Uh, Your full best body is, turkey best mount. Is, best is a pretty 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 broad. Pretty. Hmm. You know, I, I would have to say, when I got out of college, I decided that I did not want, and to this day, I've never bought a new car. I just think it's ridiculous. I hope we don't have any. I hope, I hope, I hope Derek doesn't have any, uh, some car dealership cussing me right now. I hope he doesn't have a sponsor as a car dealership. If you do, I'll, I'll take it back, Derek. New cars are great. <laughs> But I bought a 1993 Ford Explorer when I got out of college. I drove that sucker for over a decade. <laughs> and I got a smoking hot price on it. Uh, you could, the, I liked it because I could keep all my hunting and fishing gear in the back of it. It wasn't a four-wheel drive, but I figured that out later. I ended up just getting the four-wheelers and nice. navigating the timber like that. <laughs> for reference, guys, I was four when he bought that. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling you I am old. <laughs> so, maybe that. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. I got a softball bat I'm kind of emotionally attached to. Okay. 
I was not expecting it not to have something to do with turkeys. I really didn't. I really thought it was like some fancy uh, call. Well, the, the problem is I've, I used so many, like especially with the call. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. They just kind of go through them. Not really like Yeah, because I, 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 I probably run diaphragms more than anything else. Mm-hmm. I've got a, a couple of – the pots I use are usually custom. Uh, my box calls are custom. And I don't get the expensive ones. I get ones that I want to go out and use. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I run through calls, man. I so it's okay. a, it's a be hard for me to say. I, I, I'm tormented, honestly, a little bit that I cannot remember what I was thinking about the other day. And that was awesome. And you yeah, it was like it was like that is so you know I I, I got good value on that deal. I use this thing all the time. I just grabbed it randomly, and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, when the birthdays start to pile up, the uh, memory starts to fade. Are you singing? Whoa! I, I, I should make you. Wow. Like, I should make you name that band. <laughs> Because you missed. Wait a minute. Our last podcast, I threw one at you that just you didn't even respond to. What did I get? What was it? When I said, Throw it. she's a queen, she's a killer queen, and you still don't get it. Got nothing. Who is it? What? <laughs> Neither one of you? I'm so disappointed Sorry, here. <laughs> That's the difference in the 30 out 6 and the 6 okay, 5. I, <laughs> 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 um. Uh, Mr. Freddie Mercury sang that song as a member of Queen. Killer Queen is actually the name of the song. I'll take it. Killer Queen. <laughs> Killer Snowflake. And like when nobody, I felt like I was proud I pulled that off. I just like lined, like seamlessly wove that into this tapestry of words. And I thought it was like brilliant wit. <laughs> and, and I, I looked like, around and wah, nobody wah, reacted. Wah. <laughs> I was like, okay, that fell flat. <laughs> Keep talking, Tom, and filibuster. Kids, your joke swiped out. <laughs> I love it. I was like, I'm sorry, Tom. I'll try to do my research before we do this again. <laughs> and then I did the... <laughs> Uh-oh. And then I did the song I'm singing a minute ago. You're like, you don't know no, that one either. No, 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 Metallica. Oh, I do like them, though. See? I didn't get that reference. Sorry. Sorry. Failing. It's it's day nine for me, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, lucky. you get to go home this weekend? Uh, tomorrow. Ten, no, you don't. Yeah, 10 days here, ready. I'm ready to be home. I, I, I would be wiped out if I was you, seriously. When you told me you went to bed at like 7.30 last night, <laughs> I believed it. I, know I, had, I had big plans. I was going to do big things. And then I looked at the room service menu and went, that sounds way better. <laughs> way better. <laughs> because you were, at, you, were at, you were at set up for ATA. Yeah. So plowed through ATA. Three days home. Stayed for breakdown. Maybe yep. three days, and you've got a, a young daughter, and yeah. So you come so through. I'm, you're I'm you're in the process of building a house. Yeah, I don't know that I'd recommend that, guys. <laughs> like. So she blows home for 72 hours. She's building a house, has a young daughter at home. She gets yeah. no rest there. They're like, you want to pick out cabinets next week, people? Like, <laughs> I do not have time for this. And then she gets to blow out here for 10 days. Uh, I can tell because we were going to try to record this yesterday afternoon. And it probably worked out better that we did not no i hit a wall like i could not form words yesterday i finally just stuck my headphones in and talked to nobody (laughs) (laughs) that's right you said one of the meeting rooms opened up and you just went in and shut the door and was like ate a sandwich yep like oh it's okay we're gonna make it i'm on the downhill slide of being home i tell everybody this is my favorite day of shot because it's ending ending (laughs) we love it but i enjoy it the problem is i mean i Wait till the birthdays start piling up on you. I know. I'm like, this is my fourth shot show, guys. What? How many is this for you? Oh, uh, 
I'm going to say, uh, without counting too quick over the top of my head, either 15 or 16, right? Okay. 15 or 16, so. So you've seen this once or so twice. I've seen it a couple of times. <laughs> it's it's funny. I, I had the opportunity to to visit with a gentleman, and I might, I might have mentioned this in a podcast during ATA, but I'll mention it again here. Uh, it was uh, Ray Lynch. He is retired from Realtree. He, uh, he and I were just talking in the aisle one year, and we were looking at everything, and he was like, we all get to see each other so much, and he started doing the math. And he said, I think he was waxing poetically. Mm-hmm. He said, I think one of the reasons that we're all excited to see each other, and one of the reasons that, I mean, we've got hundreds and hundreds of friends that we're excited to see when we come mm-hmm. here, and it's because we spend probably two months of our life together on the road. It is true. Between, we do. Yeah, between the ATAs, between the shots, if you do the Bond Group mm-hmm. shows, if you go to NBS, if you go to Sports Inc., and then you do a couple of consumer shows, you do Rocky Mountain Elk, mm-hmm. you do NWTF. The people in this industry are on the road together, grinding it out two months a year. Oh, at least. I mean, you, so they become extended family. Yep. And so, you know, we get tired and everything, but we still enjoy seeing each other. I have mixed emotions genuinely. When, I, when these things are over, because I'm ready to be, oh, I'm tired. I'm tired, I'm tired. But I hate leaving everybody. Yeah. I know like, that sounds a little. We have a few months apart before, like, NRA's coming up. And then, right. And then we have a summer away from each other. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to have a reunion tour in southern Missouri that's this year. That's true. That's true. Reunion tour. With us in the professor. Yes. No, we're going to have to, like, bring I, Snowball. You might not. You could bring Snowball. Snowball. Okay. You also might need to, like, bring some medication because when you're around me and the professor you're gonna think that these people are crazy <laughs> that's and, what i'm looking forward and you're to you're gonna have to figure out how to <laughs> digest the insanity i'm not even sure derek knows how to take it <laughs> derek just looks at us like these people I typically just run the camera <laughs> stay out of the way i think my favorite professor story and i don't know if we've talked about it on a podcast i know we did when we had the professor on was the year it was two years ago when we killed that big bird out in front of the lodge and we had to go across and we get across the field and that bird start he starts gobbling and joe luke gets mad fury we're in the middle of the field and derek and i are like no we need to go straight across so when we say we can get across there the professor like a 12 year old (laughs) pitching a fit walks through the knee-deep water kicking water mad stomping kicking it up in the air Trying to run off the bird, saying it won't work. Yeah, he's saying it won't work, so he's trying to scare it off. That's so he's trying to. I'm gonna be right because I'm scared off. This is why I want to hunt with these people. And we're arguing in the dark in the middle of this field. So that's what you're going to be prepared for. Okay. The meltdown that we caught on camera when he lost his striker the first time I was hunting with him. I heard about that. That bird was what he wasn't a hundred like, yards away from his <laughs> goblin, and Joe's pitching a pit, and I'm looking around like I like this guy, and Derek's like, "You're both idiots." <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to get to experience the full-on <laughs> T. Rainey and Professor experience. I'm excited for this. It's going to be a good year. We're, I'm ready to get out there now. And you saw us. You saw me yesterday meeting about. Uh, I did. I've been waiting for the invite. The, the, the gen- Where's the, the invite? The gentleman that uh, <laughs> owns the facility that we deer yeah. hunted at in Texas yeah. this year. I heard you pitching you are going to get some hunts. So, uh, and Brent and I even talked about it a little more. Okay. So I think okay. we might and have Brent, a plan. He likes me, so I mean, come on. He does, no, he, Brent doesn't like Brent. He likes me, though. Okay. <laughs> you might be right. He might like you. I'm just not sure he likes Brent. <laughs> 
I know my boss won't go, so you send me. <laughs> it is funny. I, 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 and I, I genuinely feel a little bad about it. I, 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 some people are trying to work with your boss about getting him on a hunt. And, he's, <laughs> I, and I may have stuck my nose in it kind of convoluted it a little bit but uh, you know I'm, I'm only i want it to be a hunt that he'll enjoy and, yeah, yeah yeah and so i meet me trying to mediate there man <laughs> he's like i don't care <laughs> so if you're listening you know who you are <laughs> yeah you know who you are you probably i don't know he, he probably is gonna see our names on here and be like yeah i'm not listening to those two can i delete this <laughs> it's not even on my computer but i'm gonna see if i can delete it I was actually going to, he, he, he actually chastised me a little bit. He's like, if you would have told me like around Christmas, we could have like scheduled it and I could have come over and done a podcast. And I was like, we decided like the last day of ATA. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't plan this. <laughs> I could have called you last Thursday and you could have told me your schedule was full and we could have gone through that charade. Yeah. But you weren't available. <laughs> so is he having a good show? Yeah, I think so. He's out of here early today. So Is he? Yeah. When you're on that level, you can just fly out. Oh, wait, you are on that level, too. Uh, yeah. I was gonna, right. You didn't see me piling on. Uh, I was like, boy, I saw that, that eyebrow go up, and I was like, he's gone. I was like, gone. that guy. I can't believe anybody would get out of here today <laughs> early. <laughs> yep. We're talking to one of them. So. Don't worry, guys. Th- I'll tear this down. I'll get it all put away. I was sitting, as you were saying that, I was, honestly, the minute you said that, I thought, I wonder if I'm on the same plane with him. <laughs> going through salt lake so you'll be fine oh yeah he's doing the direct yeah i'm doing i'm doing the zigzag delta trip i'm doing the lax okay. before i go back east okay. you gotta get all the segments in for the year so <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I, I, I figured it's a couple extra miles i guess I don't oh, know. get to that get to that diamond medallion status a little quicker it matters <laughs> yes it does <laughs> actually it's funny like i told y'all i left my backpack when i got to the airport the other day and had to turn around and get home there are perks to being on the road and being as miserable as I am when I get so tired of being on the road because you can pick up, you call in, and somebody immediately answers the phone. Good morning, Mr. Rainey. What can we do to help you? And you tell them the story, and they laugh at you, and then they fix it. Perfect. <laughs> and they look I, at me and go, I don't want to deal with you. I genuinely <laughs> feel bad for people that don't travel a lot, though, when they get in that, yeah. in that same position because I'm like, Ooh, they don't have that. They, they, they don't get the, good morning, Mr. Rainey. Of course, they're also not sleeping on their backpack in airports 20 nights a year either. It's rough. It's a, it's a rough road some days. <laughs> but it's also a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun now. Yes, so yes. We need a lot of great people. The industry is awesome. So. Yes. Well, before we get away, do you have any other hunts planned for this year yet? You got anything exciting coming up? Well, other than your your turkey? I, I have the, the turkey one is on this the top is of my list. This is going to be the, the, the nitro experience, <laughs> the, the platinum You're level. Right. This is... Oh, uh, I, I have an alligator. That's... Uh, that's coming up this year. I'm super what? excited about that. Yep, down well, is, in Florida. Is this some of your squad members are rolling uh, down That's there? what I'm trying to roll it into. Some so. squad member. <laughs> Fun. And uh, I, uh, I might have an elk tag in Colorado. Looking at that one. Um, deer in Missouri, possibly. I'm just kind of finalizing Oh, no, a you're not things. doing deer hunting in Missouri. Who, who invited you on this? Uh, it's my invite going out. So. You invited yourself? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but, but and the reason I bring this up, ladies and gentlemen, is because the last time that she went deer hunting oh, no, no. in it's the Midwest, <laughs> Southeast, where we do the tree stands, and it's not her thing. No. no. <laughs> but it's okay. It's going to work. I, I, I have a vendetta against 
an Eastern whitetail. So I'm going to get one. Like I, okay. I'm going to fight this out every year if I have to, to finally get one in a tree stand. But, well, uh, you did grow up in Utah, so it's kind of a little different game out yeah, there. It's the yeah. spot stalk, spot stalk. So. Exactly. You okay. know so I say you don't like it. It's, it's, I think it's just new. It is just new. And you're, and you're it's new. adjusting. Yeah, you have to learn to relax when you're in a tree stand. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's not your strong And figure out how to stay warm. That's the other uh, thing. That's fine. That's yeah. easy. Yeah. You guys have like four months of hunting season, so <laughs> just go when it's not cold. Utah, you get yeah. seven days. <laughs> Good luck, <It's>, sucker. <laughs> I never thought of it like that, but that's exactly what I do. Yeah, right? It's cold. They'll be there next I'm week. I'm like, it's minus two. I, we got a month left in the season. <laughs> I can sleep in today. <laughs> oh, so, it's shaping up to be a good year. I'm pretty excited about it. I like it. I you like know, it. My, uh, my favorite one, I think, though, is going to be with my dad. He's, oh, he's set nice. to draw a uh, limited entry elk this year in, in Utah, Utah after uh, 23 points. So, yeah, we're excited. I'm ex- oh. so excited for that. We're going to pack in on the horses. and. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah. be excited to keep up with that one. That'll be a good one. So, I think other than <laughs> – I was just about to say I've got <laughs> a couple of things on the books, and then I thought – well, I've got the 12 turkey hunts on the boat. <laughs> I was like, if you want to invite me on one on air so we have proof, I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, you are. You're coming to Missouri. I know. Well, there's anything in fall, you know. That just <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. You, you want, you're talking about fall hunts. You, need to, you want to get, the cal- get on the calendar twice this year. Because uh-huh. right now, the only thing I've got fall is my elk hunt. I go back to Cross Mountain oh, yeah. Outfitter or Cross Mountain with the J&D Outfitters. Those guys are so, mm-hmm. I've said it before, and it's being a flatlander from West Tennessee. It's, I'm still super ridiculously new at the elk hunting. You know, I'm, but third time's I'm, the charm. Like, yeah, I, I like to think my woodsman <laughs> skills at least you know make me a good hunter. But there's still interaction that you have to have with the bull that, that you're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. It's just a confidence level thing, I think. And, but now that I've been out there two years, I'm, I'm feeling a little better about it. I need to do some things with my equipment. I'm gonna make a few tweaks. I, mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think part of it, uh, I was shooting too heavy an arrow last year, okay. and it had gotten in my head the drop. No, it was the. It was the. No, no, that's not what messed my shot up. It I'm was saying, just in my head. I'm saying too heavy an arrow. I don't know about that. No, well, it, it affected my. It really did get in my head, like on the longer shots, like 40, 50 yards, because I'm used to shooting light and fast at whitetail. So like my drop from 30 to 40 still isn't two and a half inches. So, like, I don't have to be perfect with my shot. I can get it, like, in the zone and let it go, and it's still going to be in the zone when it gets there. With those big, heavy arrows that you got to shoot elk hunting, man, you've really got to account for that drop. And so, in my head, I feel like I've got to be much more precise on the longer shots. And so, they, I don't think it's, it didn't have any impact on what happened to me, but it stays in my head. So, I want to eliminate that before I go out there. So, if I do have to make a, a longer shot, I'm not overwhelmed with the thought that that thing's going to drop 12 inches at 50 yards so that's that's what it is i've got a light arrow and a heavy arrow five five fifty is my heavy and yeah 450 is my light my light is way lighter than yours yeah actually your light is my heavy now i think i think this year i was like at 515 but my light is like 363 i'm whistling that sucker dang i like i like it, it's a hit thing i mean it's a confidence thing i just i I don't, as much as I shoot, I still don't feel like I'm the greatest archer in the world. So I like to have that confidence factor that it's only going to drop that much more. So as long as I'm in the zone, it's going to stay in the kill zone. Mm-hmm. 
so I've got to be a little more particular about the shots I take. You know, I've, I've got to make sure I'm avoiding bones sometimes, and I've got to have good angles and things like that. So I've got to keep that into account. But you got this. So <laughs> yeah, here I am overthinking my elk hunt. I know January. round three. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen for you. That'll I happen. hope so. I'm it ready. took me four years. Did it? It took for my first uh, mule deer with a bow. And then the next year I shot an elk with a bow. Well, so. you and I both know Kurt Wells. And, I, and I, I told him on the podcast with him from ATA, I said, I said, I don't want to become you. I said, don't take that the wrong way. I said, but his bucket list, he wanted to kill like the big Yukon moose. Yeah. Eight trips. I don't yeah. want to. I can't emotionally handle that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it, man. I know when I called you that day, I was like, do I want to ask? Because I didn't get a picture. And I'm like, uh-oh. Was, uh, <laughs> you did. You were really hesitant. Uh, and then I had to tell you about my elk. And then I was like, oh, this is a good. <laughs> <laughs> you did tell me before you sent me the picture of your elk. Oh. You were like, should I do this? Should I yeah, not? Should I say what I did? But you were happy for me. So. Yes, I was. Yeah. Very happy. Very happy. Okay. Y'all had a good hunt that year. Maybe I need to get invited on that one. Okay. That's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I guess okay. we're we're wrapping it up here. Okay. This is the last day. It's the last time you're going to hear me at SHOT Show, but Derek and I have some plans for the course of the year, and we're going to drag you into it, too. <laughs> Please do. We're <laughs> definitely doing a podcast with the professor when you yes. come to Missouri. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> I'm excited. This is going to be awesome, guys. I'm looking forward to that <laughs> one because the professor and I did one right after we killed last time. I think we did it yep. the same day. Same so, day, same afternoon. Yeah, yep. so we were still the on. Emotions are high. Yeah, <laughs> we were still on fire. <laughs> <laughs> After breakfast, of course. <laughs> it's, it's a thing. You know, I just nap while you guys eat. Okay. Man, you can't you can't reject the breakfast now. Mm. How, what do you not? Why do you not like breakfast? I like breakfast. I'm, it's you know what I had today? Red Bull donut Reese's cup. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like. And how long have you been a millennial? That's a professional shot show breakfast. That guys. is a shot show <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> and you're eating it as you're walking as uh-huh. fast as you can. Yeah, I'm walking across the strip with my. <laughs> you got to walk yeah, a mile and a half to get everywhere. <laughs> Red Bull and the other. I got the sugar free one. This was completely healthy. <laughs> I wish I knew how many energy drinks are, are drank at the show. Because that, that's oh, all anybody's They were out today. With. That's why I ended up with that one. I believe it. Yeah. Where's my monster? Oh, they only have Red Bull. Ugh. Okay, I'm still going to drink it. <laughs> and then I ran ran down a Red Bull yesterday afternoon, and you were a little disappointed. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you, I need to go over there today. <laughs> you should. Okay. I told you where to go. Yeah. <laughs> There's all these little secrets at the show. You have yeah, to you gotta kinda learn where to kind of learn. You got to know who stashes what in their booth. Exactly. So if you need a snack or if you need a drink or who's got water. Somebody's and has got chocolate. Somebody's got donuts. Red Bulls. And I, do the, I know the restaurant tricks for lunch. I got those, like, down. There's some sketchy ways on how to get to restaurants I did learn. Uh, back alleys. Yes. Freaky places you don't want to go at night. Yes. But you'll get there faster than everybody else. But during lunch, like, if you know how to go the different yeah. directions, like, there's a lot of good restaurants here that are busy, but they aren't full that you can get into. Like, at 12, when 58,000 people are trying to eat lunch. Mm-hmm. We have eight good, so that's one bonus. Except breakfast. <laughs> Your Red Bull and Reese's mm-hmm. breakfast. Or oh, <laughs> breakfast champions, guys! <laughs> All right, I okay. guess I guess we keep filibustering and keep rambling here because I, I don't want to go to my next meeting. <laughs> yeah, because Shawnee doesn't want to go to her next meeting, and I don't. I, I'd rather just. Sit here. I've got to go through the mad chaos of trying to clear security down oh, here yeah. at, at so. McCarran International. So Did they do the walkout today. 
I hope not. They did in two. I've heard two places, right? New York and Florida. They did. Yeah. Moving west. Good luck. At least I'm yeah, flying right. tomorrow. Hopefully they're all back. Yeah, then we'll only be backed up three I days. Feel by for the them, time. though. Thank you, guys. <laughs> so I'm gonna go see how that works out for me. I do have clear. You think as much as I travel, I do pre-check. I haven't done it. Oh, pre-check so much. I, I know your story on pre-check, though, so. Yeah, don't make me. No, that, no, no, that's no. ten more minutes no, of your no, life. No, <laughs> That's another old man rant. You know, it's like it's like George Costanza <laughs> said. He was angry, like an old man at the deli sending back soup. <laughs> Two Not out clear. of three people Not got clear. that reference here. <laughs> he was angry that day, I tell you. Like an old man at a deli sending back his soup. <laughs> Come on, work with me here. I got nothing. Oh, man. Oh. The show started the year I was born. Really? Yeah. I did look it up the other day because I'm like, why have I not? Why? You, how have you, you should, as much as we talk about it, how, do you, how have you not binged Seinfeld yet? Because there's better things to binge than Seinfeld. <laughs> I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> Uh, on the airplane, it, it's it's definitely not Seinfeld. So, <laughs> sorry guys. <laughs> All right, now that now that now that we've established that Shandy doesn't have any interest in learning more about Seinfeld, <laughs> nor does she have any working knowledge of it. Now, one of our next po- one of our next podcasts with you, we're gonna have to just we're gonna have a pop culture challenge. Okay. By the time we do that, I'll be ready. Oh, you're going to study? Yep, I'm going to study up. Yep. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> All right, so I guess we will sign off now. Thank you so thank much, Shondi, for coming over this morning. Thank you, Tom. Mr. Derek Dernberger, thank, thank you so much for everything you're yes. doing for us, and thank you for SHOT Show. Yes, I appreciate you all jumping on here. It's been fun listening. I think the, I think, I think they all went pretty well, I think, yeah. for the most part, except when Hal bull rushes people with the microphone and you, don't, you can't get a word in. <laughs> that's, that's all right. That's fun, too. <laughs> yes, Everybody needs to listen to that podcast. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, that one that was like careening into the ditch three minutes into it. And <laughs> Ten <laughs> minutes later, you're done. <laughs> no, an hour, hour later. Oh, oh. Yeah, it was a Hal Schaefer takeover. Of <laughs> yes. We were, <laughs> we were in the ditch three minutes into it, and it still lasted an hour. Wow. That's impressive. (laughs) So we'll be signing off from Las Vegas here, ladies and gentlemen. 2019 SHOT Show. This was the Browning Takeover of the Break TV's podcast. Thank you, everybody, so much for coming. Thank you again, Derek. Thank you, Shondi. And this is Tom Rainey saying be safe, everybody. I'll talk to you later. Shoot straight, Snowflake. This is Derek Dernberger, and you're listening to the Break Podcast.